Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Kyle Costello, and I will be your host for today. Well, today we're going to start by reading in Ecclesiastes, chapter 1. It says this, I applied my mind to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens. What a heavy burden God has laid on mankind. I have seen all things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. What is crooked cannot be straightened. What is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, look, I have increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. It's an unbelievable entry into Ecclesiastes when we read these words. I think it begs the question for all of us, um, how do you approach knowledge? What do you think of gaining information and what it's going to mean for your life? I've come upon a couple of different mindsets, right? There's the person who's like, ah, knowledge, whatever. I'm just going to kind of keep my head down, do what I need to do. Um, what I've learned already is just going to have to get me by. There can be another mindset where it's just like I, I got to consume more and more and more knowledge. You may do it because you think it's going to help you get a leg up at work. You may do it because you just always want to best your friends when you sit around having conversations or arguments or debates. But knowledge is something that God puts out there for us to learn and to know. He creates our brains, right, so that they can... Uh, expand and understand things that we once did not understand. So what do we do with that? This picture that the writer of Ecclesiastes paints um, sounds a little bit dire, but if we start to look, take a closer look, what we can see is this isn't, this isn't saying don't consider knowledge, don't pursue knowledge. Rather, it's saying don't pursue knowledge apart from, from who God is. I got to be honest, you know, when I asked you those questions a few minutes ago, how do you approach knowledge? Man, le- left to my flesh, left on my own, I can be a person who thinks knowledge is going to give me the upper hand, that I can find security in it, that I can find hope in it, that if I have a degree on the wall or I have a library full of books, I'm going to somehow be more secure, I'm going to be more valuable. The writer of Ecclesiastes is writing to me and saying, um, no, that is not the case. Yes, God created your mind to think and to learn and to grow, but you can't separate it from who he is. There's a few things in the the writing by Tim and Kathy Keller that that challenge me, that, that stick out to me. One, he says, we can't fix human problems with mere technology and knowledge. What is crooked cannot be straightened. Guys, think about this, right? Like in Genesis, it says, chapter 3, when we sin, it says work is going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Well, I don't know how old you are, but I'm going to give my age away here. In the mid-90s when I was at college, we all got these things called email addresses. 
And what was said at the time is, oh, work. It's now going to become something that um, takes so much less time. We're going to be able to communicate so quickly, so efficiently. I mean, we're going to spend so much less time at the office, so much less time working. That idea just kept perpetuating long before the iPhone, right? The smartphone came out, the Palm Pilot. It was going to help make our calendars be so efficient, so streamlined, that, that really the curse of Genesis, that work was going to be difficult. That at times, as much as we were going to be excited by work and that it was going to give us some um, sense of accomplishment, that it was also going to frustrate us, we thought we were going to leave that behind. So now I sit here recording this with you with a computer on my desk and an iPhone in my pocket. I have an iPad in my um, backpack. I, I don't work any less. Do you? I, I don't feel like the, the burden of work has been eased. Do you hear what Keller's saying? We can't fix human problems with mere technology and knowledge. What is crooked cannot be straightened. See, what we have to understand is as much as knowledge is a good and beautiful thing, it's to learn about God. It's to know God. It's not to best him or to graduate from him. Second thing he says that just stuck out to me, there are supernatural spiritual problems that need supernatural spiritual remedies. See, at the end of the day, my biggest problem is sin. At the end of the day, that's your biggest problem. It's the world's biggest problem. And we can learn all we want. And we can have all the degrees, all the certificates, all the accomplishments. But until we start to talk about sin, until we start to talk about how it affects our day-to-day life, until we start to talk about how um, Jesus is the only answer for it, our minds are going to be left um, wanting. They're going to be left thirsting, right? Third thing he says, what problems do you have in your life or see in the lives of others that need spiritual solutions. Well, we all know that there's practical solutions for a lot of the struggles that we have in life. But there's also spiritual solutions. And sometimes you can find someone who knows that they have like these six things they need to figure out in their practical day-to-day life, and they get those six things figured out, but the reality is they're still searching for something. That's because we, we, we are people created by God. We have his image in us. And so we need him. If we don't have him in our lives, man, whatever we fill the void with will not satisfy. It's the writers of Ecclesiastes, as he, as he gives us this, um, this passage, if he sounds a bit hopeless, if he sounds a bit... Um, Uh, like depressing, right? It's because he's talking about knowledge without God. He's talking about the empty pursuit of the created trying to, in a way, understand the creator without the creator. But that is absolutely not what God invites us to. He tells us to be people of learning, people of knowledge, people of growing in our understanding of how the world works and how we work. But he says, 
follow me in that pursuit. Make sure he's involved. He's not apart from science. He's not apart from finance. He created those things. He's not apart from engineering or technology. So we should invite him in to those things, to begin to understand those things and humble ourselves to realize and recognize that, man, he is the, um, he's the beginning of all those things. Today, how, how do you um, approach knowledge in your life? Is it something you dismiss? Do you see that your God invites you to be someone who would grow and learn and stretch yourself? Is it something, though, that you, you, you gravitate to and it's your identity? Do you see that Ecclesiastes is saying, uh-uh, that's never going to satisfy. It's such a good time to talk about this because as we get closer and closer to Easter, one of the things that God talks about is how um, his knowledge is ultimately found in the cross. He says, men think it's foolish, but it's the great wisdom of God. So as we look toward the cross, maybe something we can even do today. So get your Bible. Open to Psalm 8. Doesn't matter if it's on your phone. Doesn't matter if you have the, you know, the paper. But do this. Before you read it, you can find a quiet space. Kneel down. Kneel down and just say to God, like, God, you're my creator. I could never explain you, yet you invite me to know about you. Kneel down and read Psalm 8. It's not long. Your knees will be okay. And it's an awesome, beautiful way to prepare um, our hearts and our mind for what we're going to look at over these next several weeks as we approach the cross and the empty tomb. Let me pray. God, thank you. Thank you that you give us knowledge, that you give us minds, that you teach us how to learn. Um, God, would you always be involved in that for us? Would we never try to separate it from you? God, would you lead us even in the pursuit of knowledge? But would we never um, try to remove you from that process? God, be with us as we read Psalm 8. As we pray it to you, as we kneel down to you, would we be comforted by the fact that you are God and we are not? We praise you. We thank you. We love you. We say all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.